James Hall, and welcome to Restoring Heroes, real biblical manhood in a counterfeit world. Oh my goodness, it's good day. How you feeling? How you feeling? How you feeling? How you doing? It's a whole lot going on today, and I'm really, really excited to have with us today from Men of Iron, Steve Glick. Say hi to the people, Steve. What up, people? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See why? That's why I have guests, man. He is excited to, uh, to be a part of what's going on here. Oh. I mean, how, can, how can you not be hyped after that intro, man? Every time I hear that, I just can't, can't be nothing but hyped. That's, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about, man. It's like running into uh, the ring in WWE style, dropping elbows and seriously. leg drops. <laughs> I don't, man. I I haven't listened to every podcast in the world, obviously, but man, you you have got to have the best podcast intro in the entire world, guaranteed. I I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that for real. Uh, Steve, it's an honor, man. Steve, Steve, man, how how this this world is is going crazy right now, and I'm not gonna just jump into everything, but how are you doing? Where you are with what's going on with the um with the with the Rona? With the we call it the Rona. <laughs> well, as as uh, as everybody else is dealing with this chaos and craziness, yeah, it's uh, obviously affected our day to day lives and my and my family's day to day lives. And uh, out here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, yeah, I mean we're we're doing all right, man. We still got God on our side. Um, he is still a God of faithfulness and grace and hope. Um, and we can still rest in his promises. So we're resting in that today, man. Amen. Amen. Yeah, over here, um, we're in Ohio. Uh, just just plugging away, bro. Trying to, you try not to let the chaos of the world, because I'm not scared of the Rona. I'm scared right. of the how the government's reacted to the Rona. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yep. we already been, I'm already been, I'm a teacher. I've only be, already been off work for three weeks. Um, about to be my third week next week. Hmm. And, I'm trying to figure out what the world they go do after that. Like, are yep. we not going to work? Are we not? Go it's like, what are they trying? What are they going to do to to try to stop something that is invisible? Like, you yep. can't you can't track right. it. Stop yep. the nothing. Yep. I mean, and it's not nothing, obviously, but you know what I mean. The never no, story, it, you know. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, man. So, yep. how are you doing with your your kids? You finding interesting things to do with them? Your child. Yeah, we are. So, yeah. So, we have one daughter, Pearl, uh, my wife and I. So, she's three. So, she's a ball full of energy, man. So, keep, you know, keeping her contained to, to the house, no matter what size it is, is a challenge. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we've been, you know, time that, you know, the hardest part is, you know, working remotely. You know, thank God that I'm, I'm able to work remotely. You know, I feel for those out there whose hours have been cut, who's, who've lost their jobs, whatever it may be. Um, I'm praising God that I still have my job today and able to work remotely. Uh, but the challenge in that is, you know, all of a sudden your home is now your office and it's a three-year-old can't comprehend that. So they still want to play all day long. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely some plus in that. I get to, I get to see my wife and daughter more. Um, we've been getting outside as it seems like everybody is when the weather's nice. Um, so yeah, just trying to release some of that energy that a three-year-old has, which is a lot. And, um, yeah, man, just just kind of soaking up this extra family time. You know, how often are we 
are we talking about we're busy we got our jobs mm. our career our careers our hobbies our family we're always busy 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 and now it's we've been forced to slow down so i think we need to to relish in that time of slowing down and find that rest and that quiet time with your family man and just and just soak it up yeah i think before the the coronavirus busyness was the coronavirus i think because yep. you men um you know finding time to do things with our family finding time to do things with our wife it was so hard to find the time to do things so we just use i mean you know because we're we made ourselves busy we made ourselves have this to do and that to do and and you know that to do and all these other things that we use that word busy and busy mm-hmm. became the thing that kept us socially distant yeah busyness was our so we was already socially distant from one another <laughs> with Amen. the with the word busy, you didn't have to, the corona didn't do it. The corona just highlighted stuff, um, yep. but we were already doing that with busy. You know what I mean? We were already yep. too busy, and God has given us this rest. And it it took me a little bit to um, adjust um, to it. It got to the point where like I felt like I did not like my family. Like wait a minute, I love <laughs> these people. Why am I so irritated? Uh, it was, it's because I I, I'm used to. You know, any like any other man, you used to doing stuff and conquering and doing and, and yep. things like that. And I had to change my mindset of what I'm conquering. So, yep. okay, now I have to conquer family game night. Just have to be the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dominate. Right. Everybody got to get draw four when we play Uno. It's going down. Like, I just have to change. I had to change my mindset so I can enjoy this time. Like you said, kind of like savor uh, this Amen. time that we have yeah. where no one's bothering us because yep. they can't. No one's asking you to run errands. No one's asking you to come to the office because they cannot. So we have we have precious time with our family um, and with our kids, man. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, think about it, nothing on our calendars. How crazy is that? That's nuts. Does it ever happen? No. And it also gives you to the mindset of how much we need to maybe put this in our life regularly. Um, mm. Every couple, every quarter or so, just shut down everything. How much amen. we don't do that, you know what I mean? Yep. And it helps me. Yeah, think, amen to that. And it helps me think about too how um, how easy it was for. Well, no, not easy. It wasn't easy at all. But how things still go on with us not having our hands on it. You know what I mean? Yep. How life, you know, it's life still going on, and we don't happen to yep. have our hands in anything. How freeing that is. You know what I mean? Amen. Yep. So. I agree, man. So when it comes to Men of Iron, what do you do at Men of Iron? So for those of you who have never heard of Men of Iron, we are a men's mentoring organization. So we partner with churches, communities, businesses, um, yeah, anybody out there that would love to partner with us. We partner with them and provide uh, tools and training for one-to-one mentoring. Um, so we provide, we provide the tools, the training, the curriculum um, for men to meet one-to-one or in a micro group and that's a face-to-face uh, meeting so these guys are you know signing up for men of iron whether it's through their church or or whether they're just going through their community or whatever um yeah and like i said we provide the tools and training for them to go through an intentional mentorship for 12 months with their mentor or protege okay now how do you link those mentors and proteges up together so historically, we've, um, you know, we've used church partnerships have been a, you know, majority of our, our mentorship. So in the past, churches have 
identified men in their church um, who, you know, exhibit, you know, godly leadership, um, you know, a strong leader in the community, things of that nature that would identify as great mentors. You know, a lot of these guys are elders in the church or guys that have, you know, led small groups or men's groups or whatever, identifying these mentors. And then um, often churches would have signups for the protege and then they would pair them together. Uh, what we've been trying to, to get into here in the last year or two is helping guys identify men in their own life that they could seek out to walk through them with through this mentorship journey or on the flip side of guys you know looking to get into a mentorship as a protege who's that guy in your life whether it's a friend a co-worker family member who's a couple seasons ahead of you in life that you you want to be more like that guy you see something in him that you want and desire mm-hmm. ask that guy to be a mentor for you um i mean there's not too many men that we've encountered that would say no to being able to pour into another guy or vice versa a guy comes to him and is like you know, would you be my mentor? I mean, that's I'm, I'm all over that if a guy would come up to me and say that. So that's what we've been trying to introduce to guys to find that person in your life that you want to emulate and ask him to be your mentor. Mm. OK. OK. And, and, and during this time, are you finding it? Is it harder to connect people or during this crisis or or do you I mean, is it harder to connect? I know it's harder to connect one on one. So what are some ways that you find men are doing that? You talking specifically during this, you know, shutdown and yeah, quarantine? Yeah, shutdown, quarantine, can't go outside, get hit by a tornado thing. Well, I wish I wish I would have uh, bought some stock in Zoom, the video communication tool, because because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's using that now, man. Sheesh, that stock went through the roof. <laughs> but I mean, thank God for technology, though. I mean, it's it's cool. Um, I mean, I just was on a um, phone call this morning, a FaceTime this morning with my protege. And I mean, thank God FaceTime and Skype and, you know, Google Meet and Zoom, um, things of that nature that still allow you to get face to face with your protege, your mentor or your brother in Christ or your family, whatever it may be, uh, and still have, you know, that that connection, that intentional time together. So we spent an hour this morning, me and my protege, um, John, and just talking about life, you know, the struggles with with you know jobs and and being home and and all these things we're going through together and and we just prayed together and and spent time and and talked about uh, you know goals that we're working on and holding each other accountable so i mean yeah there's honestly there's no excuse like we talked about i think before we got on air here is i mean we got all the time in the world Mm. and we should we should be connecting with you know our brothers in christ we should be connecting with maybe that friend that you haven't talked to in months um, we should be continuing to, to seek out community and, and brotherhood um, now more than ever, man, because we need it. I mean, I mean, think about we were talking about this the other day, you know, at Men of Iron is, man, guys right now are there's either guys that are thriving in this situation or there's guys that are that are, you know, falling deeper into that that trap of loneliness and and feeling inadequate right and man i think there's a lot of guys out there that are falling into that trap right now of feeling inadequate and lonely and because we're we're unplugged from from our normal routine and a normal day and man i think there's so many guys right now james that are out there hurting and, and don't know what to do they're almost frozen um and man i just i just Pray and, and plead with those guys to, man, seek somebody out. I mean, seek out whoever you have in your life 
um, that can help you and guide you and, and pull you up out of that and give you that accountability and, and kick in the butt that you need, man. Yeah. How, how important, because I know at, at Man of Iron you have stats and figures, but how important is it for men to get with other men? And not just in a setting with your wife around and not just like you and the dads go out for cookouts and stuff like that. That's good stuff, too. But how is important? How important is it for men to get with other men to be able to share themselves with other men? It's so I mean, it is so vital. I mean, it's I mean, as you as you've experienced, too, James, it's I mean, it's it's about life or death, honestly. Mm. It's that vital. If we don't have somebody in our corner, another man in our corner, uh, it's I don't think we're we're not going to make it, man. We're gonna we're gonna fall to the enemy's scheme and plan. We're gonna fall to like we said, loneliness or despair. Or, um, I mean, it's so vital to have another man in your corner. You know, it's one thing to have your wife. Obviously, your wife is your best friend and your and your confidant, but she's not a man. Right, you know, we right. need we need that like-minded person in our lives that that knows the same struggles we've been through and are going through, who has walked through those same struggles and and pains, and maybe still walking through them. We need. There's so many things going on in our lives, so many sins that we hide from, especially our wives, that we hide from from everybody. We hide from our wives, our friends, um, <clears throat> that are just weighing us down. Um, and we just continue to fall into this trap of shame and guilt. And when we're allowed, when we're allow ourselves to be vulnerable and transparent with another guy across the table from us and share those fears, um, and sins and, and struggles, man, there's so much freedom in that. Amen. And, and it's crazy. You really, when you start sharing that stuff, the guy across the table is going to be like, yeah, I've been there too, or I'm there too. We don't, I think we, we, are so naive to the fact that these guys around us, even guys we look at in our church or our community that we think are doing so much better than us, man, they're going through the same struggles you are. Mm. Mm. Same struggles you are. Or they've been through the same struggles you've been. We're just afraid to to take that jump or that leap of vulnerability. It's so hard for men to be vulnerable. Um, you know, we put on this tough guy exterior and, and think that part of that is is holding our feelings in or not admitting our struggles man that's not what being a man of god is i think being a man of god is being transparent um being vulnerable with another man um and yeah and showing your humility and we don't have to have it all figured out yeah we do not have to have it all figured out and i think that's one of the pressures of of trying to of trying to grow as a man in this culture um, where, where it's, it's so many different signals about what, what men are supposed to do. Um, yep. and, it, and, it, and it's so much, uh, I think they call it a caricature. Um, whereas like, it's just a cartoon version of a man. So either it's really hard, John Wayne, uh, um, Clint Eastwood style. Don't show your emotions. Don't show your feelings. Um, you're stern or it's real loose. Um, modern family style where it's just two gay guys crying and bubbling over each other you know what i mean there's no nuance and the world doesn't do nuance this culture doesn't do nuance well where jesus is our our, is supposed to be as men as christian men jesus is our model 
and if he's our model he cried in front of people um yep. he showed his emotions he had he, he had 12 disciples but he had three that hung with him a lot seemed like was with him when he went up to the to the, the mount to see elijah and, and moses and you know what i mean um but even jesus had a community and yep amen and it feels like that we try to do everything on our own i'm struggling with this myself when it even comes to this this podcast i'm being honest with you steve um uh, when it comes to this podcast like I, I i struggle with being a lone ranger you know what i mean being someone who just goes at it alone because this podcast is my baby you know what i mean yep. i started it i've been doing it since 2014 i mean you know i'm I, I do the graphics i do the music i do the production i i do all that but i realized recently that i need men if they even if they're not on the show with me they're on the show with me because i done bounce ideas off them i didn't talk to them i didn't over and over again oh what do you think about this am i tripping or does it look like this or you know those things help me and it's not only it's not just me doing this restoring heroes thing it's like we were the power rangers or we're the people that build voltron it's a group of men behind me that is helping restoring heroes go up now and that's what i'm learning as i as i continue to grow in knowing the importance of having a community or, or a group of men because i don't believe you should and, and this is just a different this is off mentoring but um there should be one man that takes the brunt of your load if you can spread it out too to different men um or a group a core group of people and then y'all can hang out and help each other and there's to be that synergy there um to help each other help you grow and it's so countercultural. um to do that like that you know what i mean amen and i mean i mean you look at i mean you look at day one of god's word in genesis i mean we were never meant to do this alone uh, god designed us to do it uh together to do this life together god designed us for community um i mean you even think about just you know he designed us to be in relationship with him so we're not we're not meant to do this alone uh we're meant to do this life with others and we need to do this life with others period 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 and yep. if and if we don't i think it's a sense of um we're gonna be we're gonna be overtaken by satan um but even even jonathan like when he remember he he went up the mountain just he took his armor bearer like he took someone with him and he yeah. slew many philistines after that but he took somebody with him he didn't go in it alone like we can't face this world and these the struggles that we have as men alone and i think yep. too many times we try it and it's making it worse now that we have to be apart from people because now we actually have an excuse to be in our secret in the darkness and in in yep. in, in, in secluded and and we yeah. have a, we we have a tendency to when we do that go into bad habits so we yep. open we open bustybabes.com and you know all yep. these other things like you know what i mean yep that's so true that's why you know what i said earlier is man my my heart just goes out to those men who i believe right now in this crazy time of kind of isolation and quarantine th those men that are that are falling further into that trap of isolation and uh, man my prayer is that those men would just would just realize it one and that they would reach out that they would reach out to that to that friend that brother in christ uh, maybe if they don't even know the lord they would just reach out to somebody in their life man and, and just 
and just find what they desperately need. Yeah, and I know some men out there listening, some heroes out there listening, like, yeah, I hear you. I know I need to do this, but how? Like, how am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to work it out? Like, so Steve, can you give them the how? How am I supposed to 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 help to get a mentor to or to be a protege or even me be a mentor how am i supposed to do that well first step is pray man get on your knees um and pray because i think god's gonna he's gonna reveal those things to you if you uh will earnestly spend time in quiet and pray um and just seek him out even even if you're listening out there and you don't know the lord Man, now's the time. Now is the time, man. Hit the, hit your knees and just pray to God. Even if you don't even know what to say or, or know how to pray, man, just hit your knees and talk to God. I mean, it, honestly, after that, it's I mean, it's just put one foot in front of the other. It's you, you got to take action. Mm. Uh, I think I think as men, and, and I feel like we've talked about this recently in, in that uh, group chat on Instagram, James. But there's too many passive men out there that are sitting on the sidelines, man. So, man, get get off the sideline and take action. Um, if, the, if you want to be mentored, if you want to mentor another man, go out and do it. And, and like I said, prayer is the first step, and prayer is important. And if you, you want to be mentored, man, pray about that. Pray specifically to God to reveal a man in your life. That's going to be your mentor, and I and we believe, and I believe that that God, uh, that man, is going to be revealed to you by God. So, man, just pray and then take action. Yeah, but 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 I know there's some guys out there. Cause I would think the same thing too. But how am I supposed to do it if it's not if it's not going to be perfect? Should I even try? If it's not, you know, people use the spirit of excellence things as a, as a crutch. So <laughs> if if it's not going to be in the spirit, if it's going to be imperfect, how am I supposed to do it? How I don't really don't know how, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, thank God for Jesus because he takes a bunch of broken men and uh, uses them to build his church. I mean, you look at, at the guys he went out and called his disciples. I mean, these were tax collectors and lawyers and fishermen. I mean, this was a ragtag bunch. Mm. And man, he and he used them to to not only build the church, but transform the world, man. I mean, it's pretty incredible. You look at the life of Peter. Um, and here he was, you know, at, at the death of Jesus, at the trial of Jesus, denying him three times. And you obviously read later on in Acts, I mean, it's it's through Peter that the church is built. And what a phenomenal story of transformation. Mm. Um, but it just goes to show you that God uses and Jesus uses broken men and perfect men. I mean, you look at the entire uh, history of the Bible and it's a bunch of imperfect and broken man i mean moses you know how many times did he refuse god when he he told him he was gonna he was gonna lead his people i mean he tried to make every excuse in the book that he, he stuttered or he wasn't the leader he was he thought he was and and god still used him Amen. Uh, so i mean i think the first yeah in that regard james is, is understanding that you, I mean, none of us are perfect. None of us have it figured out. Uh, we're all imperfect men. We're all sinning daily. Um, but the hope in that is that if we put our faith and trust in Jesus, He's He has grace provided to us through His death on the cross and resurrection um, that gives us that opportunity to be the leaders, the husbands, the fathers um, that we're called to be. Yeah, and I, and I also want to ask you, 
as you in as you have been mentoring men, you have been talking to them. Has it? How has the impact been to with these other guys' families? So as you mentor one man, did it change his household? Mm, that's such a good question. Yeah, I mean that's the man is key. When you get the man, you get the you get the wife and marriage, you get the family, mm. uh, you get the church and community. I mean that it's crazy that one man. I mean, think about the lives that are impacted. Um, yeah, I mean, you talk about one man's life being transformed through intentional mentorship. And and you look at the ripple effect. I mean, he's leading his wife well. They're leading their kids well. They're going to church every Sunday. They're, I mean, they're getting down on their knees together as husband and wife and praying. They're doing devotionals with their kids. I mean, the ripple effect is phenomenal. Uh, it's incredible to see. I mean, we've seen men who who didn't even know the Lord, who got into, you know, mentorship and, and gave their life to Christ in that, you know, first six months to a year. And, and now that this guy, um, that I'm thinking of specifically, he's, you know, he's taken his wife to church and his daughters to church every Sunday. And now he's mentoring men. So you think about that ripple effect, this guy was mentored and poured into, and now he's mentoring another man who in return will go mentor another man. And it's like, all of a sudden you're talking about one guy that turns into, you know, thousands of men being transformed and and entire communities being transformed just through one man's intentional act to pour into another man. That's powerful. One man, one man being intentional, one Mm. man being intentional changed a whole group of people, probably changed the legacy of, of his own daughter or of his own mm. son of his mm-hmm. own, own the way his wife thinks about men the way his wife thinks about God has changed because of one one man's um, rejection of passivity mm. amen it's so mind blowing the power that God has given us and lent to us as men to, to <laughs> have dominion but it's funny that we can have dominion and and thrive or we can have dominion and, and suck at things too we can have dominion over whack stuff also which is yep. kind of strange like and, it's, and it seems like we are spending a whole lot of time a whole lot of men is spending a whole lot of time in in the state of passivity like you said before that that yep. passive state looking on the sidelines looking for other people to do it looking for other people to say looking for the um uh other people when you can do it um and this is just off and, and i know it's kind of going off but like i see a whole lot of people um on you know on instagram not in our group but in instagram talking about you know the church needs to help men the church needs to grow men and i'm saying in my heart of hearts if you have a heart for it you study and you do it why aren't you studying why are you spending time bashing the church when you can be studying you can be getting it done you can start the program but you want to sit back and have it you and have yourself fed a whole lot you know what i mean well well the amazing part about that is and it's so true what you said the amazing part about what we're experiencing right now is Yes, the church is still there in, in a virtual sense because, you know, everybody's doing online services. But now your kids don't 
you know, they don't have that in-person opportunity to be fed by the church. So now, hey, the weight's all on you, man. It's on, it's your, it's already your responsibility anyway. But like you said, we put too much responsibility as men or we pass it off to the church mm. to, to feed our kids and feed our, our families. But now, I mean, yeah, that's not there. So it's all on us, man. Now more than ever, we got to be the ones in our homes, spiritually leading our families. In the, in, the, in the rate the world is going, the world is broken. <laughs> the world is broken. The way it is going, it's going to be more. It's going to be it's, it already was important, but it's more important now to guard your family, guard your wife, mm. um, teach yes. your kids, because they're going with the with the LGBT stuff and the um, yep. the the extra sexual stuff, man. Like me, me and my kids are watching this movie called Spies in Disguise. I'm letting you know. Um, and it had uh, uh, a naked behind in it, like a mm. naked grown man behind. It's an animated movie, so that means someone had to animate animated butt cheeks, like you know what I mean. In this, what a job! <laughs> like in this kids movie, for Jeez. what? For what? What is the reason? But it's to hypersexualize our kids so other yep. things would be more acceptable. We have to be on guard about those things. We can't just let our kids watch. Uh, Disney Channel and things like that without us being there like we was able to watch all that and Our Real Monsters and all those things Rugrats we was able to watch that without that much supervision because people wasn't pushing the agenda as much but nowadays the agenda is getting pushed so hard that we have to be there protecting we have to be there teaching your kids the, the Bible and things like that you know what I mean mm. Amen. yeah it's crazy the world we're living in I mean you think about I mean, you know, just that, just a change from when we were kids to, to being parents now. I mean, the world and God's word have never been so far apart. Mm. Um, I mean, you see the way the culture is going. It's, it's pushing any type of Christianity or um, just love of Jesus. It's just trying to suppress that and, and push that as far away as possible from, from the message the world wants to tell us, man. And yeah, now more than ever, we need to be. Um, training our kids up um, in God's word and, and, and in the love of Jesus and, and showing them what what it really means to be a Christian because, yeah, man, as Christians, we're being suppressed now more than ever. Yep, and it seems like we sometimes it's willingly, like, like we, oh, game is on. Oh, we're just not going to church today. Oh, our kid yep. got a soccer game. Oh, we're just not going to church today. Or, you know what I mean? What? Yep. Like, you're willingly giving up the, the not your power you're willing to giving up the chances for your kids to have seeds of god like planted into them that sounds weird but the seed of the bible and the mm. word of god planted into them you're giving up yep. those those chances for them to to do what like go play amoeba ball and soccer which it just you know little kids just run around the ball together it's not really that eventful it's funny mm. but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um but before we, we close out, man, I want you to tell the heroes again where they can find your material for um, Men of Iron. Yeah, so you can go to menofiron.org.org. Um, yeah, and you can find out all about us. Uh, yeah, our heart is, um, is to see men become the godly leaders they were created to be. So we provide tools and training needed for men to grow in their faith, family, friends, fitness, finances. That's kind of the curriculum we work around, the five F's, helping men uh, set goals in those areas, 
And uh, obviously through their intentional one-to-one or microgroup mentorship, you know, they're meeting face-to-face with their mentor or protege. And yeah, you're setting goals, you're holding each other accountable, um, you're getting in God's word together, you're praying for each other, um, you're challenging each other. So man, if you desire that, uh, we have all the tools and training you need online. You can go and, and uh, sign up. Um, we just encourage you to, yeah, to seek out that person in your life. If you're looking for a mentor in your life, man, just pray about it. Seek out that man um, that you, that just seek out the guy, that man that you want to mentor you. And we really believe that he's going to reveal that man to you. And, and you guys can get the training and tools you needed at menofiron.org and, and go through the, the mentorship together, man. We got a lot of good stuff on there. Um, we're just about to release an online portal called the Foundry. Mm. Uh, we'll have tons of resources and videos and articles and stuff uh, that'll be a part of your mentorship that you can use to to help sustain your mentorship, man. So I think there's a there's a lot of good resources for you at menofiron.org, and man, I just believe that uh, man mentorship, community, brotherhood is so vital. If you don't have that man in your life, that's that's helping you grow as a husband and father and leader man just just go get it just honestly pray about it and like like i said take action and find that person in your life because it's gonna it's gonna transform you it's gonna change your life it's gonna change your uh, marriage your family's trajectory um it's gonna leave a legacy like we talked about for for not only your daughter or son but man for future generations Mm. amen and before we completely close out, I know I said it before, but what's in your Bible? What are you studying right now in your Bible, bro? Mm, I was just just in Acts this morning. My mentor and me are going through the book of Acts. Um, so, yeah, I think yesterday we read through we read through the uh, I think it was Acts chapter seven or eight. We read through the story of Stephen, who is you see the first first martyr of the church man what a powerful story man and we use my mentor and i which is a perfect tool right now as we're all kind of you know shut down and shut in is is the bible app you version uh we use that for our daily reading um you can get in there and you read two, two chapters a day of whatever book you're going through and then you can leave some feedback you can talk with each other about what you're reading so it's it's one it's a great accountability tool and two it's a great way to get into word together with a friend or or several friends. Mm. Uh, but yeah, just reading through Acts together about the story of Stephen, what a phenomenal story, and talking again about God using you know broken man and imperfect man and ordinary man. I mean Stephen was chosen by you know Peter and the disciples to be basically to wait on tables because the disciples were tired of kind of doing some of this you know chores so to say stuff as as you know leaders of the early church and so they you know got a couple guys and Stephen was one of them to kind of do some of that stuff and and here you read you know just a couple sentences later he's given this huge speech to some religious leaders um and basically calling them out for killing every prophet that's ever come Hmm. um, before before them including Jesus and he enrages you know these leaders so much that they stone him um right on the spot but it talks about right after that the church and the gospel of jesus continues to spread i mean what a powerful powerful story um i mean even in the midst of being stoned to death he's looking up into heaven and sees jesus basically saying well done and welcoming welcome him into his arms just a phenomenal story and then in the same story paul's there or saul he's there basically right at that stoning as a 
um, before he has his salvation experience, you know, basically participating in the stone and Stephen. And then you read several chapters later of his phenomenal transformation and salvation experience. So, I mean, Acts, I could go on and on about Acts. It's just a, such a phenomenal book. And just to see how the early church just continues to spread um, throughout Jerusalem and the surrounding regions is phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the book of Acts, man. Stephen. Mm. Mm. I that, know. That's very, very good stuff, bro. Look, um, <laughs> that's all we have to say about that. And until... Next time, heroes, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong out there. Say bye to everybody, Steve. Peace out, guys. Bye-bye.